Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a young boy with a romantic heart, a spectral murderous horse, Osamu Tezuka artwork, new manga releases, and amazing production quality. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 480, Osamu Tezuka's Bomba. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and being reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast. I know I am, and I am super excited because this is episode 480. That's right, we are 20 away from episode 500, and I am super excited to see what we're going to review in that episode or what we're going to do. Maybe it'll be a live show, who knows. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin, or some podcasts and vague reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various geeky topics depending on the show you're listening to. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you the art style is the overarching plot, the characters, the design quality, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar and I'll guarantee you find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. If you'd like to leave a review or a rating, go to our iTunes. We appreciate every single rating and review that's left on there. It helps me to determine what we should change to make the podcast better, so definitely check that out. And if you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon, help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And so now that all that shilling's out of the way, let's actually get to it because I'm actually really excited for this one because this is one I've been waiting for for a while. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that be reviewing a new manga that is being released by Kodansha and it was created by the god of manga himself, Osamu Tezuka. It's a new Tezuka release that we're finally getting from Kodansha. Now this manga was originally released in Bisatsu Shonen Magazine in 1970 from September to December. It is a one volume story that is a horror story. That's kind of weird for Tezuka because he usually does more child friendly but he can be dark when he wants to be. And the title that we're talking about is Bomba. And Bomba is a story of a junior high school student named Tetsu Otani, a young man who is haunted by a weird sound of clopping, the the sound of stampeding feet towards him. He doesn't know what it is, but it kind of unnerves him. He also has a secret. He has a crush on one of his teachers, Reiko Mizushima. She is his favorite teacher, and he is in love with her. He finds her to be the ideal person in his life. And when you look at his family, it's kind of understandable, because his dad, Shinzuo, is a guy who was mistreated during the Pacific War and now is not the best role model for a young boy. Meanwhile, his mother, Miss Otani, is just a large, overbearing lady who's completely rude to Tetsu, treats him like garbage, and any idea he has is pretty bad. Also, we have one of his other teachers, Mr. Kito, who is a complete and utter prick. Uh, He discovers a love letter that Tetsu is writing for... Reiko, he rips it up and beats him up. He beats up this young junior high student and makes him stay to clean the gym because this is a rival for his heart because he proposed to 
uh, Raikon wants her for himself, this jerk teacher. And so Tetsu's life is not going that great, and he's very stressed out. And eventually, he discovers that he has this ability to summon this spectral horse that is known as Bamba. How Bamba is connected to Tetsu? Well, you have to read the manga to find out. But the point is that whenever Tetsu feels intense hatred for someone, anyone, Bamba appears and causes that person to die. And he eventually kind of goes to his head this ability of getting revenge on anybody who he feels angry about. If you make me upset, Bamba will appear and kill you. And it's kind of the power madness mixed with some other elements as well of a young boy who is growing up to be a man and dealing with his feelings. It's a very different take for Tezuka than some of his other ones. Like, we've talked about a lot of his st- stories and mangas in this podcast. But one we haven't talked about was Apollo Song, which dealt about his feelings on love in a very disturbing way. And this is kind of the polar opposite of that. That is like, if you hate, you know, love will cause you to feel pain. This one is, unrequited love is more dangerous than regular love. And that's a fascinating element to think about. And the characters are all very unique and fascinating for Tezuka. I don't think anybody from the star system shows up in this manga at all. I know Bamba shows up later in other stories, the white horse, but the other characters, no one, like there's a couple of familiar designs, but none of our usual cast members are here. I don't see Astro Boy. I don't even see uh, Tezuka's usual self insert. It's a little different. And for a short story, it is something which is compelling. And the characters, like I said, the characters are very different. And especially with some of the twists and turns we get. Like uh, Mizushima-san, Reiko, his teacher. There's a twist with her that you don't see coming. And you're like, oh my god, that's kind of creepy on such a level. It's kind of disturbing and twisted. As for his main antagonist in the first part of the story, Kito is a very violent teacher who's abusive, rude, and he seems that he's furthering his own interests with what he's done. He's trying to push uh, Tetsu out because he's like, you said such beautiful things and said it was horrible, so I'm going to make sure you can never get this girl. <laughs> and he's a good foil for Tetsu at the beginning because he seems like he takes his... Um, love in a very different direction is unrequited love or main not unrequited he straight up said we want to do he's like i want to marry you marry me and well but anyway i don't want to spoil too much because this manga is a one shot and it's pretty short however it does uh it's fascinating and it's something that is just a unique story for tezuka and especially with the concept of the spectral horse uh being the main focus of this is a almost telekinetic Wait a minute. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. And it clicks in my head. As I'm talking about this, I realize that Tetsu is in Blackjack as one of the characters. He's the kid who has the spaced out eyes in one of the volumes. Crap, I forgot about that. So, fun fact, I have all of Blackjack. I finally finished The White Whale on TikTok. If you want to watch, I'm going to be uploading a TikTok finally showing my collection I have all of Blackjack, and I remember one of the random volumes, there's a kid who whose eyes are swollen because I think it's, she has some weird, typically a weird disease, but he has the weird eyes that Tetsu has, so it makes sense that Tetsu is in the star system. But I digress, I kind of went off topic here. So, character design, 
as usual, Tezuka does an amazing job, knocks it out of the park. It's why he is known as a god of manga, because his art style set up so much for the future. Now, the production quality for the manga itself is very... Well, it's a smaller manga. It has French folds on it, which for Kodansha does a great job. And the crazy part is that it's uneven. It looks like a journal, an old journal. It's the, It feels very raw and cut up, like... It's not straight, smooth edges for the pages. The pages have this very old journal style. And I gotta admit, it's. I would love to see more stuff like this. If you look at it, it actually has like jagged teeth, like a, like a couple of mountains. And I'll put the picture of this in the uh, on the website. But yeah, it's kind of fascinating. Kind of cool. So yeah, so let's see now. Art style great, characters are are pretty good, production quality is great, and while this is not one of the best Tezuka works, this is a fine addition to anyone who is a Tezuka collector. Now the big question, how does this rate compare to the rest of the collection? I mean, is it as good Black Blackjack or Astro Boy? Not really. Is it good as Moo? Eh, kinda. Is it as compelling as Ode to Kirihito or... Uh, a letter to Adolf. Not really. So, for all those reasons, for the art style, for the character design, for some of the elements which work and don't work in this, I'm going to have to give Bomba a bar from a friend of Don't Return on the Software Pocky. It's good. It's really good. It's one that you won't revisit, though, because once you're done with the story, that's it. I mean, this, the production quality is great, and this, for a bookshelf purpose, for collector's purpose, definitely worth getting. But if you're not a Tezuka aficionado... You might find this story not as interesting as some of the other concepts. You might find it just like, oh, it's about a kid who has the ability to summon a horse that kills people. Eh, it's been done. Or, I'm not interested in that. But I'd say give it a chance. No matter what, give it a chance. It is worth reading. I think it's one that you should have in your collection. If you're a completionist or if you really like Tezuka. But it's one you should still check out. It's a story which... There's a little bit of romance in it. There's a little bit of horror in it. There's a little bit of supernatural elements. Action, not a lot. Because when the people die, they don't really get crushed by a spiritual horse. It's just the horse shows up and then they kind of get scared to death and they cause their own death. They'll drive a bus into a ravine or they'll crash their car or they'll run into a in front of a car. A lot of cars in this one. However... It's not super violent. So that's my thoughts on it. This is an excellent edition. It's just not the best. But that's my thoughts. If you've read Bomba, what are your thoughts? Let me know what you think. Email me, zanspirekin.com. Tweet me, Inspirekin. Uh, if you're on the Patreon, I am going to be showing the video of this. So looky, looky. Look at this manga. It is so small, so smooth. But... Anyway, if you are in the Patreon, hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for checking this out. I've got some more fun content for you. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. And this is for July 19th, 2022. We've got 87 new titles. That's a lot. So let's actually get to it. So first off this week, we've got 2.5 Dimensional Seduction, Volume 3, A Galaxy Next Door, Volume 2, A Man and His Cat, Volume 6, A Returner's Magic Should Be Special, Volume 1, Beastars, Volume 19, Beauty and the Feast, Volume 3, Bite Maker, The King's Omega, Volume 5, 
Bofuri, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. The Light Novel, Volume 6. Bungo Stray Dogs, Beast, Volume 3. Case Closed, Volume 83. Still going on. Detective Conan is going to go on forever. Uh, Chronicles of the Hidden World, How I Became a Doctor for the Gods, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Cross-Dressing Villainous, Celia Sylvie, Volume 2. Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody, Volume 12, The Manga, and Volume 17, The Light Novel. Delicious in Dungeon World Guide, The Adventures Bible, finally came out. Dungeon People, Volume 1. Durarara, SH, Volume 4, The Light Novel. Failure Frame, I Became the Strongest and Annihilated Everything with Low-Level Spells, The Manga, Volume 4. For the Kid I Saw in My Dream, Volume 8. Freerin, Beyond Journey's End, Volume 5. From the Red Fog, Volume 2. Grand Blue Dreaming, Volume 16. Happy Conoco's Killer Life, Volume 5. Heaven's Design Team, Volume 7. Higa Hero, After Getting Rejected, I Shaved and Took in a High School Runaway, Volume 1. The Light Novel has finally been released. A lot of you have been waiting for that one. High School DXD, Volume 8. The Light Novel. High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World, Volume 12. His Majesty, The Demon King's Housekeeper, Volume 2. How to Build a Dungeon, Book of the Demon King, Volume 8. I kept pressing the 100 million year button, came out on top, the light novel, volume 3. I Think Our Son is Gay, volume 3. In Another World with My Smartphone, volume 6, the manga. Island in a Puddle, volume 2. I actually picked this up. <laughs> that one I was like, yes, I have to pick this up, because, yeah. I've been killing slime for 300 years and maxed out my level, volume 9. Kakuryo Shijeku, God's Doctor, starts a practice in Another World, the light novel, volume 1. Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, The Light Novel, Volume 17. Kowloon, Generic Romance, Volume 1. Love and Heart, Volume 5. Made in Abyss, Official Anthology, Layer 4, Untitled. Mashal, Magic and Muscle, Volume 7. Minami Nanami Wants to Shine, Volume 2. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected, At Comic, Volume 18. Necromance, Volume 4. Oroki Perfect Edition Volume 2 finally came out. Yes, I was actually wrong. That actually, Volume 2, I've heard, actually redeemed Volume 1. I may go back and revisit that, because we reviewed it a couple episodes ago, and I was not super kind on it. So I might go back to check that out. Anyway, Overlord, The Undead King O, Volume 8. Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time, Volume 8. Phantom Tales of the Night, Volume 9. Please put them on, Takamine-san, Volume 4. Record of Ragnarok, Volume 3. Run on Your New Legs, Volume 2. See You Tomorrow at the Food Court. Yeah, I know. That's a weird manga title, but yeah. Silent Witch, Volume 1. Sinai Alice, Volume 1. Skip and Lover, Volume 3. Sleepy Princess and the Demon Castle, Volume 18. Strike the Blood, Volume 21, The Light Novel. Sword Art Online, Girls Op, Volume 8. Tales of the Kingdom, Volume 1. Tales of Wedding Ring, Volume 11. Yes, that series is still coming out. Next is Teasing Master Tagaki-san, Volume 15. That time I got reincarnated as a slime, Volume 14, The Light Novel, and Volume 8 of the manga. The Dragon Knight's Beloved, Manga, Volume 3. The Duke of Death and His Maid, Volume 2. The Fiancé Chosen by the Ring, Volume 2. The Greatest Demon Lorne is Reborn as a Typical Nobody, Volume 8, The Light Novel. The Hero Life of a Self-Proclaimed Mediocre Demon, Volume 5. The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, Light Novel, Volume 7. The Holy Grail of Eris, Volume 2, The Light Novel. The Invincible Shovel, Volume 4. The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady Novel, Volume 2. The Royal Tudor, Volume 17. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 17. The Splendid Work of a Monster Maid, Volume 3. 
The World's Strongest Rearguard, Labyrinth Country's Nova Seeker, Volume 7, The Light Novel. Those Not-So-Sweet Boys, Volume 7. Tiger Tiger, Volume 1. To Save the World, Can You Wake Up the Morning After with a Demon Demi-Human, Volume 5. Toilet-Bound Hanako-kun, Volume 15. Tower of the Sun, the manga. Tsubaki Cho, Lonely Planet, Volume 1. Uncle from Another World, Volume 5. Also, fun fact, in two days, this will be debuting on Netflix, so... If you want to check out that, um, I think it's going to be really good. I don't know. Supposedly it's about a guy who was Isekai that came back and he's all depressed. I actually have this one on the wheel. I don't know if it's going to show up, but we'll see. Anyway, Undead Unluck Volume 8. Welcome to Succumbus High Volume 4. Whisper Me a Love Song Volume 5. Wonder Cat Q-Chan Volume 6. And then last and certainly not least, Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs Volume 21. So which of these are you most excited for? Uh, for me personally, I'm excited for Wonder Cat Q-Chan, Hanako-kun, um, definitely Silent Witch, See You Tomorrow at the Food Court, uh, Made in Abyss, uh, Island in Another World, like I said, I picked that up, Oroki is debating about Higahiro the Light Novel, uh, Freerin, Durara SH, Demon... Uh, sorry, Heaven's Design Team, uh, Bofuri, and I think B-Stars, probably. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of other ones, like the, the Adventures Bible I've been waiting for for a while, but there's a couple. But those are the ones I'm interested in. Which ones you're interested in? Let me know. Zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your thoughts. And also, speaking of which, some other upcoming news. If you are going to Otakon, I will be having a panel there, yes, on Saturday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., in panel room, I think it's seven. Uh, panel room six, sorry. I will be running my 22 pet manga recommendations. Yes, uh, mangas for pet lovers. If you're a fan of cats, dogs, and everything in between, this is going to be a fun little panel for you to check out. Uh, I've fixed a little things. I've tweaked some stuff. It's going to be a very unique panel for those of you who are fans of pets. So definitely come and check it out. Also, there's tons of other stuff at Otakon. Come and say hi, and maybe we'll hang out. We'll see. So, besides that, I'd like to thank all of you who are listening and who have been listening for a long time. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all awesome. Every comment I get, every review and recommendation, and new Patreon listener, you give me more motivation to keep running this podcast as long as I can. It makes me want to keep going because I love doing this. I love giving recommendations, and I'm going to keep doing this until I'm an old man who has to read thick manga with thick, thick glasses and a magnifying glass. But... I digress. I'm getting a little weepy. So with that in mind, uh, let's remember to like, share, subscribe, and let's actually get to the part you have all been waiting for, and we're talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitutes. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the ten slots. We're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is the one I review in the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, episode 481. That's 19 away from episode 500. And we've got some great titles on here. A lot of the stuff that has been coming out on in the current anime season I put up on here because someone said, I'm not covering anything really recent. So that's on here. I got a couple of oldies, but for the most part, it's all new stuff. So let's spin through an review, shall we? Number two. 
So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a vampire manga. One about a insomniac who was in love with a vampire. Yes, we're talking about Call of the Night. I've actually never read this one. I've been seeing lots of images about it, and I've been seeing cosplayers dressed up as the main vampire. So, I don't know. This could be good. This could be bad. We're going to have to wait and find out. So, this is going to be released this Friday. Either way, hope you've enjoyed. Uh, we'll talk about this more later. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. I'll see you later.